Hello everyone, Justin Vakula here with another episode in my Stoic Philosophy series. Today's episode is titled Recovering from the Past. Visit my website at justinvakula.com where you can find links to my social portals including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and see past Stoic Philosophy content on YouTube, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. My Stoic Philosophy series explores the tradition of Stoicism with goals to inform, empower, and help others benefit from practical wisdom of ancient Greek, Roman, and modern thinkers, including Epictetus, Marcus Aurelius, and Seneca. For the Stoics, a main focus is pursuing virtue to attain a well-examined life through practical applications of philosophy, acting with good character, using reason to form accurate, careful judgments about the world, and achieving contentment. Stoic writers focus on many perennial human concerns and urge people to take action, applying what they learn to everyday life. Self-improvement is central to Stoic thought, strengthening and improving one's mindset. The song A Natural Disaster by the band Anathema contains the lyric, No matter what I say, no matter what I do, I can't change what happened. We can think about moments in our past, particularly traumatic events, dissolution of relationships, deaths of loved ones, mistakes we may have made, and missed opportunities. Grief and reflection, Stoic writers note, is part of being human, but excessive worry and grief can undermine a content life and cause us a great deal of unneeded anguish. Sorrow and reimagining the more difficult parts of our life, salient moments, may be unproductive and not conducive to a prosperous future. We may wish for things to be different, for events not to have happened, but the past cannot be changed. Maybe we desire for a different kind of life, but many things can be outside of our control, especially others' behaviors. What can be in our control, though, is working to improve our mindset and recover from the past so we can have a better present and future. Maybe in thinking about the past, we can learn lessons, think about ways to respond differently to particular situations, and reevaluate our priorities. That's all right, in moderation, but excessive worry, brooding, and replaying the tape of life can be harmful. As the Anathema song lyric suggests, we can't change what happened, but we can change things about ourselves and work toward contentment. We can experience a radical sense of acceptance in recognizing our past and even be grateful about our ability to be resilient, overcome adversity, and cope even when the struggle may be difficult. We can tell ourselves and honestly believe that with time, some pain may fade and our ability to cope better will return even if it's lacking now. Think about past difficulties you may have thought were incredibly difficult to overcome, like dealing with loss of a loved one. The pain might have been extreme upon hearing news of death, tears may have flowed, and you may have felt vulnerable, but with time and even support from others, you recovered composure even if the pain still lingers a bit. This radical sense of acceptance comes with an understanding that life is not always easy. Stoic writers talk about life being like a journey, a campaign, warfare, and a sea voyage, all of which will contain inevitable setbacks and hardship. We can prepare for undesirable events by strengthening our mindsets and adapting to the present rather than being caught totally surprised and downtrodden by the unexpected. While there are painful parts of life, there are many positives we ought to be mindful of. Marcus Aurelius's meditations include several passages about changing our mindset and dealing with intrusive thoughts about our past which may lead to anguish. He writes in Book 7, How can our principles become dead unless the impressions, thoughts that correspond to them, are extinguished? But it is in your power continuously to fan these thoughts into a flame. I can form the opinion that I ought to have about anything. If I am able to do so, why am I disturbed? The things that are external to my mind have no relation at all to my mind. Let this be the state of your affects, and you will stand erect. To recover, your life is in your power. This is a powerful, optimistic, and realistic perspective that we can take control of our own lives, take responsibility for our own thoughts, and have the power to focus on what we can will to focus on. Again, this process may be a difficult one, but instead of lingering on negative experiences from the past, we can instead work to focus on the present. 
employ self-talk when we notice our thoughts straying by making statements to ourselves about those thoughts not being productive or positive. Engage with others who are a positive part of our lives. Focus on hobbies, exercise, or engage in other activities which can be helpful for us. Fan negative thoughts into a flame, as Marcus Aurelius suggests, and recover your life. Marcus also writes in Book 8, something to the effect as the previous quote, If you are pained by any external thing, it's not the thing that disturbs you, but your own judgment about it, and it is in your power to wipe out this judgment now. Additionally, Marcus Aurelius talks about not creating problems for ourselves, or otherwise magnifying our pain. He writes in Book 7, Pain is neither intolerable nor everlasting if you bear in mind that it has its limits, and if you add nothing to it in imagination, we can see events as they are, events, something neutral, and then question our opinions we have, the meaning and interpretations we develop as a result of our thought processes. Clearly, some will respond to events differently than others will. Some will have different emotional reactions, jump to negative hasty conclusions, have too much hope when it's not called for, or believe others have ill intent when it's actually not the case. Consider taking a step back from your thoughts and asking if they have a good basis in reality, perhaps if there are other interpretations which may be better. Maybe someone's refusal to talk with us, for example, might be related to them being tired rather than them disliking us. Maybe our current lapse of health is a temporary setback, but not something which indicates a more serious sickness. We too can be careful of language we use to describe events when talking to others or thinking to ourselves. Rather than referring to something as a disaster, horrible, or disgusting, we can instead describe the event itself and separate our thoughts from it, while also realizing that we can work on being more content, less angry, and not let one event, or person for instance, sabotage our character, our tranquility, especially when many positive things are happening in our lives. We can look at the bigger picture rather than focusing on one, or even few areas, which may not be to our liking, and even work to change that which we can, while enduring that which we cannot. Marcus Aurelius also writes about a focus on the present rather than troubles from the past. He writes in Book 8 of his Meditations, Do not disturb yourself by thinking of the whole of your life. Here, we see again this idea of creating problems for ourselves by thinking about the past, perhaps excessively, reimagining events from days, months, and years ago, which may not be helpful for us in the present. Instead of letting the past or our thoughts about the past grip and torment us, we can shift our focus to the present and even the short-term future by focusing on what is in our power now, reflecting on our goals, taking action to improve our quality of life, and working towards some beneficial ends, keeping active and away from desolate rumination. Believe that you have a purpose, work toward it, and experience a fulfilled life. Epictetus talks about breaking habits, changing our mental focuses, in his Discourses chapter titled How Must We Struggle with Impressions. We can make a habit of thinking about the past, narrowing our focus on certain events or people, but we can work to break the patterns we established with a strong effort. We can replace bad habits with good ones. Epictetus writes, If you want to do something, abstain from doing it and acquire the habit of doing something else in its place. This is also the case when it comes to things of the mind. Whenever you are angry, be assured that it is not only a present evil, but that you have strengthened the habit and added fuel to the fire. For habits and faculties must necessarily be affected by the corresponding actions and become implanted if they were not present previously, or be intensified and strengthened if they were. Here, we see an urge to make a conscious effort of recognizing our thoughts and not continuing in ways which we deem harmful to ourselves, unproductive, and even harmful toward others. Repeating the same poor behaviors will likely make our situation worse, 
but by replacing poor behaviors with good ones, we can work to change ourselves and make our lives better. Again, it's up to us, as the Stoics would say. Indeed, events may leave their mark on us and be difficult to recover from, especially in the case of trauma, but we should not give up all hope. What alternative, anyway, could we embrace other than a willingness to improve? Giving up or not trying to improve will not help us. Epictetus continues talking about the process of change, that it can be gradual and difficult, but improvement is attainable, and we can be grateful for even small improvements on the way to a full recovery or something close to it. He writes, If, then, you do not wish to be ill-tempered, do not feed the habit. Give it nothing to promote its growth. Keep quiet to begin with and count the days on which you have not been angry. I used to be angry every day, now every other day, then every third and fourth day. And if you avoid it as many as 30 days, offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving to God, for habit is first weakened and then entirely destroyed. Have the courage to embark upon a difficult process of change, rather than continuing in present negative ways, which you've perhaps come to accept as something inescapable. Recognize progress and make a point of continuing on a positive path, congratulating yourself even, along the way. Let's end this discussion with parting words from Epictetus. The man who is truly in training is the one who exercises himself to confront such impressions. Stay, wretch, do not be carried away. The struggle is great, the task divine, to win a kingdom, to win freedom, to win happiness, to win serenity. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for more content. Visit my website at justinvacula.com, where you can find links to my social portals, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and see past Stoic philosophy content on YouTube, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Continue donating if you support my work and would like to see more, for this takes time, money, and effort to produce content. Have a great day.